You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. to the best practices show where we take a look at the best business practices from the best practices all over and today we're going to unravel one of the things that you always or that you ultimately will deal with which is called alignment and alignment starts at the top and so I don't even think this needs uh, an introduction. We're just going to jump right into it because you're going to see this show up all over. One of the things that you're going to see as a dentist is you have to have a vision. You got to get people aligned and then you go to work. And if your practice continues to grow, you're going to create what's called a leadership team. It might be one or two people, or you might just even have a coach, or you might have another doctor. doesn't matter. Or if you started this thing called a family, you know that the two people have to be aligned at the top in order for everything else to work. And so the whole point is alignment starts at the top. So Courtney, you're one of our amazing coaches here. Thanks for being on. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Awesome. Awesome. Now, I always love a little intro. Give us a little intro. Who is Courtney Dalton? So give us a little intro on who you are. Oh, man. I'm a hygienist by nature. I'm a coach. I'm a mom. I'm a military wife. I wear a lot of hats. You do. You do. <laughs> but I... I love them all. I'm fortunate to wear them all. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so <laughs> it's so great having Courtney on here because she's one of our amazing coaches. And so if you're listening to this podcast or watching this podcast, we're going to talk about the realities here. And so we deal with this stuff all day long and um, we'll go right into it. But, you know, Courtney, this whole thing about alignment, I mean, we could we could diagnose in, in different situations. And I'm, I'm going to speak most recently to, I have a lot of conversations and you can see yourself in the story if you're a dentist. And so I was recently talking to a multi-doctor office and um, they're challenged with a team member and the team member holds that very important position as an office manager and they're not aligned. Now, I've run into this 10,000 times, I think, in dentistry. And what I said to them, I'll tell you on the podcast, as goes the leadership team, so goes the rest of the team. Can you talk about that, Courtney? Because you see that all the time. And let me preface it with this. We get calls from people all the time and they're like, hey, can you just train my team? And you can see that the four docs at top or the three docs or even the one, 
they are not aligned. And so all of our efforts in training 30 people or 10 people is going to go to waste if we don't get aligned. So how important is this topic, Courtney? Oh, so important. If you're a one doctor practice or a multi-doctor practice, it's it trickles down into everything that the practice does and, and who they are. So if you have someone either on the doctor team or on that leadership team that's not in line with core values, that's not aligned with a purpose or a vision, the team themselves won't have that energy and buy-in that you're really hoping that they have. So one person who doesn't really sit well can really be a detriment to the success of the team. Yeah, now let's start with some definitions too. I'm not saying everyone's got to agree. As a matter of fact, agreement or consensus is actually deadly or unhealthy. I am not saying we all have to agree. We do have to align. Uh, I love my wife. We've been married for a very long time. We don't always agree. But in order for it to work, we've got to get aligned. And so the same thing applies in dentistry is that, and I have a leadership team of, you know, I've got five people on it. We don't always agree, but before we finish this meeting, we're going to come together and be aligned on how we communicate because any gap in daylight between the leaders blinds the people that you're serving. And you, and again, you see that all the time in meetings, in vision discussions, all the time. Mm-hmm. And I love that expression, Kirk, as goes the leader, so goes the team. I just said that not long ago to a team during a meeting where if the your leadership is so important, if they are functioning in an unhealthy way, the team sees that and they're going to follow every yes. time. So having alignment overall is just, you have to have it. You're going to They'll be calling us if they don't. Yeah. And any lack of, for sure, any lack of an alignment, if you guys are listening, it creates that it's palpable. Like it, it's, it's a fog in your practice. You think no one can see it. Oh, they feel it. They can see it. They, it's like an energy that's just making us all tense and nervous. And uh, I'm going to fly right into the eye of the hurricane because I've been there where you're at. If you're listening, you're like, yeah, Kirk, easy for you to say, but you don't understand my practice, my practice, you know, whatever. Okay, stay with me on this one. You think the first thing that you think is, gosh, this person holds a lot of responsibility. If I call him or her out on this, there's a chance they could leave and my practice is going to die. What you don't know is that you're, you're taking on this huge pain. And it's less beneficial than actually getting aligned or giving the person the opportunity to grow elsewhere. And, you, you know, we recently, I mean, this, this happens almost monthly, but we have a practice that we're coaching. And can you just talk about the dynamics without getting any specifics? Because you, were, you even brought it to me. You're like, okay, I got, a, I got an interesting one. And I'm like, I love this one. So, <laughs> so you, you took the lead on it. Can you explain it? What happened? Sure. So it's a... Um, a, a larger team, what I would consider a larger team, maybe 16 to 18 people. And there was one team member who the leadership, who the doctors really felt was quite valuable. And she was wore the office manager hat, just like you said, will drown if we get rid of her. We need to know everything before we can find someone else. What they didn't realize until 
a lot of discussion and a lot of peeling back the layers was that the problem was this person. She wasn't a good core values fit. That air, when you walk into the the room, you know, when you can feel that there's just something off, it was caused because of a lack of alignment because of this person, wrong person for the seat that she was in. Doesn't mean she was a bad person. She just wasn't the best fit for that role within the practice. And it caused a lot of issues in the team. And in hindsight, I we had a meeting not long ago and the dynamic of the meeting with her gone was amazing. The team, I always ask the team survey questions, get their feedback. I, I always wanna know as much as I can about how they're feeling, the progress that they're making. And the one resounding feeling was togetherness. They feel so much more connected with each other and able to be open and trust and establish you know, healthy behavior with each other with that one person who's we thought was so irreplaceable gone and yeah. they're doing awesome yeah the wait practice the practice is doing the practice is doing amazing it didn't die it didn't die oh my it didn't shrivel up they're everything i mean the numbers are great the team what's most important the team is so much healthier yeah. and they're in such a better place and they have they're happy to come to work they're happy to be with each other and it's really opened the door for more conversation with their leaders having removed that piece that we thought had to be there now that it's gone the doors of communication are much more open yeah i love what you said that now again a couple of thoughts if you're taking notes i want you to write this down nothing and patrick lencioni said nothing trumps organizational health nothing mm. in business except the lack of it, <laughs> you know? Right. So um, when you are have a healthy team at Gene, now it's really easy in these podcast forums or web, you know, webinars to villainize a team member in all fairness to all team members that have ever been in that predicament. You know, my mom used to say, there's always three sides to every story there is. And it, there's a reason it got that way. Some things start well-intended, but there's not enough alignment or not enough focus or not enough proactive work on the healthy part of it that it turns nasty. No different than a marriage. A lot of marriages start really healthy, but there's no alignment time. So like what I'm going to say is, there are things that go in the wrong direction and we got to turn them healthy. And so what I've learned recently more than anything is that we, we've got to have alignment time. Even with my leaders, you know, we're all doing different things. We're busy. And so I called Chris a couple of weeks ago. I feel like we're just off a little bit. And she's like, I feel like we're off too. And I'm like, okay, we can't have that. So now we have alignment time every single week. And Sarah and I have this thing called date night. Wow, that's a concept where <laughs> we get aligned on everything. And I don't come with an agenda, just a set of ears, which I got to work on that piece of it too. So I would say this, I don't care if you have a dentist and your leadership team, an office manager, we got to get aligned and doesn't mean we got to agree. And Courtney, you said something that was important, really important if you dissect what Courtney said, is you brought up the words core value fit because a lot of these people in these positions start with a competency thing. You hire an office manager. They know a lot. They're really good at it. So it's a competency thing first and not a core value. How, how important is the core values thing on the alignment piece? So important. And for 
practices don't always realize that they think just what you said they think because they're great on paper they're going to translate and be great within the practice but i think it's important to ask deeper questions surrounding your core values lean you always say kirk lean into them fall into them use them to help guide your decisions and when you do that the right choice is much more clear for the for the benefit of the practice yeah, I'm the CRO around here, the chief repeating officer. So if you're listening, <laughs> I'm telling you guys, like, I, I wish I would have learned this 20 years ago. The clearer you are about your core values and the more you lean on them, the crazy stuff magically, I mean, weirdly, magically goes away. You don't have weird stuff anymore because somebody other than you, it's the third person in the room is holding the entire organization accountable. It's a flag in the ground that like, hey, look, we're going to behave this way. And people believe it. They start to lean into it. And you guys know I'm a big Chick-fil-A fan. We're just talking 61,000 employees today will all lean in to their core values. And while the employment market is not easy out there, one thing I can always count on is they're going to do their job and we're going to feel good as customers going there, but the alignment piece is critically important. Now, I want to go a little bit even further into the problem. Like some of you might be sitting there going, listen, you, you, you still don't understand. And so I said this to the practice I was talking about. There are super nice docs, really nice people. Like I, I, I didn't say this during the call, but like I have been clinically diagnosed as a wuss. I have been like, I, <laughs> there's no bigger wuss in the world than me. And as you get clear about your core values and you know the importance of alignment, you can just speak to only that. You guys, all roads, and I do mean all roads, lead home to one place. It's called your core values. You could trace everything you do to your core. You can trace everything bad to your core values. Like even results in our company get, you know, results driven is one of our core values. So when we're not getting results, I can say this is a core values issue. And so I told those docs, I'm like, listen, you guys don't have to say anything. If I was a partner here, I would say today's the day. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? Uh, today is the day. So if you're listening and you're like, I'm in a troubled spot, what a great opportunity for a clarity moment. I would do this. And I was telling Courtney, I learned this from a, a mentor of mine years ago. He came into my business and he's like, okay, listen, you gotta, we gotta clean this up a little bit. He's like, you gotta start like just being consistent. And so I had a challenge with a team member and I didn't know what to do. And he's like, no, let me handle this one. And so he sat down with the team member and he just said, hey, I think you're really good at what you do. I think you're actually very brilliant at what you do. I think you're, you have the potential to be an amazing team member. I just need to know one thing. The team member was like, what? I just need to know if you want to be here. And the team member started to answer the question. Like, I was, no, 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 I don't need the answer right now. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go home, have a glass of wine. Just really give some thoughts. You're going to spend a lot of your life at work. Like, I want you to decide if this is a place you want to invest in because we want to invest in you. Tomorrow, I want you to give me a score. One to 10. One, not invested. 10, I'm all in. That's all I need to know. Meeting over, you know, and he even said this, like, I'm not going to fire you. That's not it. I just need to know where you stand. And then I want to know why you gave me. So if the numbers are two or three, tell me why. Let's see if there's an opportunity to improve this. But if it's a 10, I'm all in. Let's go. And if it's a five, I'll help you to the next place. We'll work together. Let's unravel this. I'll help you. You know what I mean? I thought it was a really peaceful way to just say, let's put a number to this. 
and let's make a decision. Are we in this or out? And then tomorrow. And the story doesn't end well. The number wasn't so high. And it was a peaceful like transition. And what happened was things got better. Now, I had to learn that the hard way. But if you're struggling with this, what a great opportunity to just have a clarity conversation. And don't be equipped with an answer. Sometimes it's just a question. You know, hey, just need to know if you're all in. I'm not perfect at all, you know, but uh, I think it's a great point to have these conversations. And Courtney, you watch doctors have these conversations. It always, they always think it's going to go worse than it does. They go, this is going to be horrible. There's going to be some screaming, some shouting. It never goes that way, right? Right. It's always better. It plays out better than it does in their minds. It's always better in reality. But that you said something earlier, Kirk, that made me think of E minus R. Mm -hmm. Another thing that we say all the time, set their lane up for success. How do you do that? Clear expectations. What can we specifically, measurably, here's what I expect from you And in return, here's what you can expect from me. So that that C, that conflict moment, we can shrink it down. We're never going to make it go away completely. We're imperfect people. But if we can even out those expectation and reality moments, wouldn't that be great? And to avoid or at least minimize the conflict that comes up later down the road. Yeah, you're speaking my jam. So I have I, 10 years of doing this. I haven't done a lecture without this slide in it. And it's E minus R equals C. And what Courtney was referring to is expectations minus reality equals conflict. The greater, the only time you ever have conflict is when expectations and reality don't meet. The greater the discrepancy between ex- expectations and reality, the greater the conflict. And so what Courtney is talking about is exactly true. We got to give team members a line of sight on how to succeed. That's why here at Act Dental, as coaches, we do a 3-3-3. Team members have to know this at the end of three days. They got to be good at this at the end of three weeks, and they got to be really proficient at these things at the end of three months. Now they have the clear line of sight. We also have data for each role in the practice, even if it's something simple to know if we're on track or off track. We're also big fans of check-ins, regular opportunities to have a sit down, a heart to heart, where a team member can ask, how am I doing? And you can give them honest feedback and it helps the whole process. But one of the things I'll just keep piggybacking on what you said and the alignment piece is so important is that please write this down. All unresolved conflict becomes a crisis. All. We just don't know when. If you have unresolved perio, it will become a crisis. If you're in a marriage and we've got some conflict and we're not resolving it, the conflict will grow and it will be eventually a crisis. An infection, un, you know, unattended to, ultimately becomes irreversible and so infections don't you know, just don't heal themselves. And the same thing happens with an alignment issue with a leader in your practice or even a team member. If it's unresolved, it eventually becomes a crisis and they quit or you fire them and it's never fun. So just something to think about. What are some of the things that you coach offices on on how to improve alignment. So I'm totally, if I'm listening to this podcast, I'm totally understand. But now that I'm like, I got, cause we do have this too. We've got a team here training. And so young female dentist, she's like, I have the best team ever. Like, I just don't want to screw it up. Like, what do I proactively do now when it comes to alignment? What are your thoughts? 
I think what you just said, check-ins, most offices, most practices, I don't think are really doing a lot of check-ins with their team. So we think of a check-in as, a, you know, the dreaded review where we have to talk about things with a with a dollar attached to it for that team member team member when you do a quarterly check-in or you know set your frequency of those check-ins that teammate is coming prepared with the information they know they are bringing the talking points here's what i feel really successful at here's where i need some more support here's some highlights from my week here's areas of opportunity for me let's talk. So it gives the doctor that opportunity to stop talking for yeah. a minute and let that teammate say what they need to say and kind of get either the pat on the back that they need, the acknowledgement that they need, or the support that they need to be successful in their role. So when you are constantly having those check-in moments, you're resharpening your expectations. You're just making sure that the lanes are set up as they should be. Yeah, I love that you're saying this. And this is one of the most important things you could ever do as a dentist. Listen, the hiring market is harder than ever. You have to create a unique advantage in your office that your team members want to be there. And what a great opportunity to create a system. Now, this isn't an effort because if you're listening to this, you might go, yeah, great idea. And then you do it once and then you never do it again. And you're also going to completely get away from the old way of doing what we call growth conferences or annual reviews, which let's just call them what they were. They were appointments to talk about my raise. And so what an unproductive meeting that is. And so most dentists give what's called a hush raise, which is I don't want any conflict. So I'm just going to be a few dollars extra. And we never really talk about the real issue here because I don't want to lose you. Now I get it. People want to make more money and they want to improve their practices, but this is a great opportunity where you have a system. Now, a couple pieces to this. The team member runs the meeting. You just show up to the meeting. How cool is that? It's so fun. You as a dentist, you don't have to do anything other than lend your ears to the time. Lean in and show your team members, I care. I'm going to give you feedback. It's going to be honest, but you're going to run the team meeting. And it's really simple. It could be a sheet of paper with a, you know, a system on it. Something as simple as this, personal high, personal low, business high, business low. What can leadership help me with? They run the meeting, you take notes and give them feedback. And how cool is that? But leave space where you can say, now you can't force your team members to give you personal information. You just want to leave space for it so that if they want to tell you what's going on, it creates a vulnerable space and that they can trust you in that space. And it's really cool. It transforms the entire relationship you have between team member and employee. So I love your check-in. And Courtney, I'm a dentist. I don't have time for this. What would you say to that? Do you want to make time for this or do you want to make time for the problems? It's very simple. You can either be the problem or be the solution. Right. But yeah. you can't be both. You can't be both. And I had somebody say a long time ago, like, hey, Kirk, your kids are little, but you got to do date night. And I'm like, I totally understand. Like, hey, it's cheaper than divorce attorneys and yeah. psychologists and therapy. <laughs> like, oh, you know, like. I'm like, oh, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like be proactive in your communication. So awesome, awesome. Any last thoughts you have on this, Courtney? Because this is such an important topic. Uh, I would like to say, so I know we talked about, you know, when there's one person that's not a great fit. What about the opposite of that? What about when there's a person on the team that is the best fit, that makes everybody a little bit better? 
they deserve that same, <laughs> they deserve that same shining light too. And it's sort of, you know, you leave the space for, okay, this person wasn't so great. Maybe if you're fortunate enough to bring someone new in who is that light, or maybe someone in that practice that you have already is the light, they were just being outshined by somebody else and not in the best way. I have a practice right now that has someone sitting in a role that she's new to the practice and she has invigorated the team. Just her being there, she is a total core values fit. She is in alignment with their hygiene protocol. She has brought valuable insight and suggestions to the table. I mean, the dynamic has shifted in the most positive direction. So there's something to be said for alignment also happening because everything just, you work hard to get to that point where everything just fits so well. Brilliant! You see that Guinness commercial where the one person talks and the other one goes, brilliant! No, I'm so glad you said that because that is absolutely true is that it's easy for us to get stuck on the issue. But the opposite side, that was awesome how you, is that you're going to have people to come into your life, into your practice, and they're going to be shining examples of core values. And part of the, the here's, here's some of the bad chatter that happens in your head. You know, if I give this person a little bit of affirmation or recognize, like, they're going to think, oh, you know, doctor's, teacher's pet type of a thing. But no, don't think like that at all. It's great to do some type of core values recognition. You know, I don't care. We created medals for our last one, but I think it's great to put your core values on a couple medals or a t-shirt or even and go, listen, my all in this month is so-and-so and reinforce the positive behavior because what that's going to do is create a little energy that we'll all want to move in that direction. Remember, we're all the average of the five people we hang around with most. And as you bring people in that make your core values shine, you know what they do? They bring everybody else with them. I am not a Tom Brady fan. <laughs> Only I am a Tom Brady fan. I just hate playing against him. One thing I know about him, though, is everywhere he goes, he makes everybody better. He just does. And I hate it. And he's going to play until he's 50. So, like, but, but think like that. When you're bringing people in, that's where you, and again, this isn't an effort. This is a system. Create a regular system in which you're calling out people that are making core values happen. And I'm telling you guys, as a doctor, as a team member, anyone who's related to the practice, when you have more people that are all aligned and on the same page core values, you can beat anything. You can beat anyone. You can dominate any industry. I believe that just because you got a group of people that want to work together and they're aligned. What do you think? Love it. I love, love it. it. Love it, love it, love it. So, and remember, now I'll leave you with one last statistic to share with you how important this is. Don't get mad at me. This is just the truth. You're going to spend 30% of your entire life that you're alive at a place called work. So my hope is that investment is a good one. And it's a good one when you have two things. You have core values in which we're all like believing, eating, and we're all aligned. That's 80 to 90% of going to work. So thank you guys. Thank you for beating on, Courtney. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, and if you guys struggle with this, which a lot of offices do, I, I weirdly love this conversation. Weirdly. Only because I'm a recovering wuss. I'm not like I'm still a wuss, but like I'm a, rec <laughs> I'm a recovering tolerator. 
Let me say that. I'm a recover. I used to tolerate really bad behavior. And what you will realize in building a great practice or great business is that nothing irritates or frustrates a great team member than when you consistently tolerate a bad one or you consistently tolerate bad behavior. So if you're on that, if you're in that place, don't feel alone because you can feel very alone. Reach out to us. We're so happy to help you in any way. Heck, I'm happy to have a call with you and just tell you the truth. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to like what I have to say. I'm just going to tell you the truth because I've been there and you guys can decide what to do. I promise you it'll make your life better and everybody else around you. So thank you guys for tuning in the Best Practices Show. If you enjoyed today, just do us a favor, hit the share button, share with your friends. And here's another thought. Any of these weird things or big challenges or big obstacles you have in your practice that you feel are insurmountable or insert, I can't even talk, insurmountable, give them to us. We'll talk about them. Add some clarity. And when you keep showing up, our hope is you make your life, make your life a little better. I have one goal in this podcast. I hope your life gets better and your practice gets better. So hope you guys enjoyed the day. Until we see you next time, keep watching the Best Practices Show. There you have it. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Best Practices Show. I hope you sure did enjoy it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. We are always here for you. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you consume podcasts. And if you really enjoy it, you can leave a comment or a four or five star review. But until we see you next time, keep watching the Best Practices Show. Thank you.